Are you a kiddo who dreams? Kinky dreams? Dreams of wearing pants like the ones you grew up with? Well, golly gee, dream no more. Kinky Dreams specializes in printing cute vintage designs of diaper prints, superheroes, and cartoon characters on adult diapers. These handcrafted pants will leave you feeling your full baby fantasy. If you want to get your grabby hands on one of these one-of-a-kind diapers, make sure to use promo code PLAYTIME for 10% off all Kinky Dreams products. Kinky Dreams, making your little dreams come true. Hello, 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 and welcome to Newsies Nook, a podcast where you can sit and relax while I try not to up my pants. I am your host, Newsy Baby. How was your weekend? Mine was pretty chill. I saw two movies. I saw House of Gucci starring Lady Gaga. I give it three out of five golden diapers because Lady Gaga is completely insane, but that's like the character she's playing, so it's just really cool to see her play a very intense very very crazy kind of paints the picture wrong but I don't know how to describe it she's just like insane in this movie and Jared Leto's like Mario-esque Italian accent is a little much it almost comes off as like to me it came off as like a little insulting to like Italians because in my head I'm like I don't know if Italians actually talk that way and the dialogue is just they throw out these crazy lines like the one I keep repeating is does an elephant shit in the jungle like that's just a crazy line and who would ever say that in a sentence to someone else I don't know complete insanity but it was really good and Lady Gaga is really good in it the other movie I saw was The Tragedy of Macbeth starring Denzel Washington I love this movie I give it five out of five golden diapers I am a theater nerd so I've seen Macbeth before on stage and it is a it is a great it is a great show the the interpretation that Joel Cohen does for this movie is I just love it it's very minimalistic um I've heard it described as like German directing right like everything is very finely placed like the shadows are intentional the architecture is very intentional it's very minimalistic it because it's shot in like square and it's in black and white ah it's just so good it's just visually appealing the actors Denzel and everyone else in the cast just deliver the lines so well that you know I would even say that those that may be scared to like listen to Shakespeare don't be scared this this movie delivers the lines so well. And then to top off my weekend, I got the awesome opportunity to meet this diaper boy off Twitter. Um, he mess he found me on Twitter and he messaged me and he's like, Hey, um, I've never really worn a diaper before. And you live really close by. Like, so I live in the Santa Barbara area and he basically lived 15 minutes away from my house, which I thought was crazy. So, of course, in diaper boy fashion, I went to go pick him up, and I brought him back, and I diapered him up, and we hung out, and we got super soggy, and it was a lot of fun. And I I hope that I gave him a really good first-time diaper experience. I, I don't know. It was just so cool to, like, 
meet someone that this was their first time in like every little aspect of like putting on the diaper, um, you know, powdering him up, wearing a onesie. Like he just looked like he was having so much fun and it was really cool that I was able to give that to him. In this week's Newsies News, we have a lot of news to go over. Let's start with ABU has finally released the ABU Little Kings. And so now you can get your grabby hands on a sample pack. Of course, sample packs right now because of supply chain issues. But it is still really cool that we'll be able to order a sample pack, get our grabby hands on them, put them on, get really soggy, take really cute pictures... And, of course, in ABU fashion, they had to destroy ABDL Twitter space the same day they released the ABU Little Kings because they released another diaper. They released the Alpha Gator Z. They are both super adorable. I don't know which one I like more, though. My heart says ABU Little Kings only because as soon as I get my grabby hands on one, I really want to take this cute picture of me wearing my leather crown and I don't know, maybe I'll like find a throne somewhere and sit on it in my ABU Little Kings. I don't know. I'm trying to think of a really cute picture as soon as I get my hands on one. Also, if you are in the LA area this Friday, you can go to Diaper Active. It is hosted at the Bullet Bar in North Hollywood and it is sponsored by Tykables. So you can go, get drunk, get soggy, and then there's a changing room so you can change into a nice comfy tykeable diaper doors open at nine there's a cover charge of five dollars and you'll need to show proof of vaccination or a negative covid test also this past weekend was mal mid-atlantic leather at in washington dc i didn't go but i saw a lot of cool cute awesome pictures of diapers diaper people walking around people wearing leather people wearing leather and diapers so i didn't go but i brought in my friend kenzo to talk about M-A-L. You know, M-A-L, this, usually every M-A-L is, it's, it's huge. The whole, the minute you enter the Hyatt Hotel in the, um, at the, by the Capitol, uh, you see a sea of people covered from one end of the bar to the other end of the bar. And this year, you only got, you only received half of that. And I was, personally, I was very nervous because I was just like, okay, it's going to be a little bit weird. People are probably going to be social distancing or in like to just be just like, I thought people were just going to be weird, but it was the complete opposite. A lot of people were just very intimate with one another and just wanting to be there for each other. And even people I don't even know. And I randomly met at the elevators were the kindest, sweetest people that were ever, ever that you could ever meet. absolutely amazing i love that so for those that don't know could you describe what mal is mal is the mid-atlantic leather um the leather weekend and it's it's all based off of the contest itself which is the mid-atlantic leather contest which um which anybody could enter that's in the mid-atlantic region and even there's people from canada miami as competed against the um, competed for the title of Mid-Atlantic Leather, which would progress to go to IML if they if they wanted to. But it's it's a weekend 
it's I, I was describe it as a smaller IML for people who don't understand or haven't been to IML, which is a weekend for people who are into leather, kink, and BDSM to just come together and just be themselves and just enjoy life and just get to know and experience what's it like to be in leather space. Right. And it's not just leather people that go. Diaper, diaper kiddos get to go. And you ha have the interesting position where you got to represent diapers and leather being Mr. Eagle NYC 2022. Would you say there was a good group of diaper people walking around? Oh, 100%. It was absolutely a huge amount of people that was there that were into diapers. And what I loved about it is just like how openly accepting and open everybody was about it. Like I could have walked outside in my, uh, in which I did in my diaper and it was just, and people lived for it. People loved it and enjoyed it and thought I was adorably cute. And as much as everybody else is as well. Oh, I love that. And then yeah. ABU was big at MAL this year too. They had like some parties and stuff. Yeah, they had their, um, they had the, uh, look, they had their own suite and they had, and they were giving away samples and it was, they had, and then the next day they went to Green Lantern, t-shirts and they uh, took BDL and invaded the space. We were just there being us and people liked it. People enjoyed it and people were just living for it. Ah, the best part. <laughs> yeah, it's so yeah. good to go to a space and you feel like who you are and no one will ever judge you because you walked in that space knowing that you're here and you could be whoever the hell you want to be. And that's the best part. Right. And it's, in, in, it's important to have those spaces. Mm -hmm. it, shows, it shows that how we're growing and how people want to see us and how people see us. And it shows that the minds of people are turning and wanting to understand us a little bit more if they're interested. Right. Did you get to try the new ABU diapers? Ah, I have them on now. Oh, you do? What do you have on right yeah. now? I have the Alphagators. Oh, that's the that's the new one that's sneak on snuck on by sneak on by snuck on by. <laughs> uh, are you liking it? Are you enjoying it? Are you living? I love it. I I I am like, it's my everyday. <laughs> the minute it comes out, I'm buying like two cases because they're fabulous. And then I got to try the um the little king, um, and I, I'm in absolute love. I'm in absolute love. It's, the smell is amazing. The plastic is super, super soft. It feels almost equivalent to a, like a Huggies or a Pampers, which is just like, wow. Like it is really there, does feel like that. Is there one that you prefer over the other, the Little Kings versus the Alligator one? I prefer the Little Kings. Oh. <laughs> I prefer the Little Kings. That's just, but you know what? It's because, you know, I am a king. <laughs> and like, I, I just, I think the design is so cute. And I, I love lions. Lions are 
are people who roar and just ah they're just so cute and adorable and they look like like a like a baby diaper and i ah, i instantly get into head spaces as soon as i put one on that's ah. what i've been told i've been told that like it's a really good diaper to like get you into a headspace but going back to mal just to wrap up if someone has never been before and they really want to go is there any advice you can give to someone who may want to go next year go in the mindset of i'm just going to observe and not have the expectations of wanting to do something and also go with a friend that you feel comfortable with that will be open and willing to um explore and have fun with because there's a lot to do there's a lot to do at mal and you could go there alone and just have fun by yourself but you could go with a group of people and just have the blast of a lifetime so my my advice would just be go up there observe and just have fun i love it and then you said it was so friendly yeah. so you could probably go by yourself right like if i didn't know a whole lot of people i could probably like find a little tribe once i got there yeah absolutely and it's it's super easy too and which i was shocked too because like i sometimes get to be, uh tend to be socially awkward sometimes um and but i could walk up to a crowd of people just say hey and people are just like so openly welcome and just like hey how you doing where are you from oh i love your outfit this is that and it becomes a whole entire conversation that you're there for like an hour 30 minutes talking and then you're eventually getting food <laughs> and then it becomes a whole entire and then you become you find your tribe that you hang out for the weekend and then you become best friends and then once you leave you're crying because it's like dang like when i'm gonna ever see you again you guys are awesome and yeah Mm -hmm. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Well, thank you, Kenzo, for coming to Newsy's Nook and talking about MAL. Thank you for having me. Of course. Thanks. Bye. Bye. In this week's Newsies Niche, I want to talk about a kink that I have no experience in. We're talking about gunge, also known as wham play, wet and messy play. And I've seen this kink on Twitter before, I've heard people talk about it, but what caught my eye was I was recently on ABDL Twitter, and I saw this really cute boy rolling around in purple slime, and he just looked like he was having such a good time, and he was giving off this very sexy energy. And so I thought, what better way to learn about this kink than to bring him on? So here is my conversation with Kit Kat as he tries to explain Gunge, or also known as Wham Play, to a baby like me who is just very curious about this kink. Let's talk about a kink you are heavily involved in Gunge. <laughs> yes, uh, wham. I think the word we're looking for here is, is wham, wet and messy kink. There you go. What is it? I mean, ha like, how how did you find this kink? So, it's, it's strange. It's a kink that I've always known I've had, but it's not until you find other people who are also into it that you realise that it is actually a kink. 
and not just you being a bit strange. <laughs> right. You're like, I like pouring things on me. I wonder if other people are also into it. Yeah, more or less exactly. Yeah. I, well, so, then how did you get started? Like, did you just start pouring just, you know, juice on you? I mean, how do you how do you develop the knowledge that you're into this? So I think like most kinks, it comes from the fruits of a misspent youth, you know, as a, as a kid and getting muddy in the in the back garden and, uh, you know, finger painting. And then you, you grow up watching kids TV that has, you know, lots of slime and mess and mischief on. I, I don't know what the word I'm looking for here. Where am I going with this? Right. Well, all right. So, so it started from childhood, playing in the mud, playing in playing in paints, and how did how did it turn into a a sexual thing? Or is it sexual? Is it? I don't know. Is it sexual for you? Yeah, I, I suppose you never really grow out of it. But for me, wham can be both sexual and not sexual. More than anything else, it's good fun. You know. It's it's good fun to get messy and you know cover yourself in, in mucky food and paint and it, that's a laugh. But for for some people, that does go further. That is a sexual thing, and they enjoy the feeling of it. They enjoy getting it on. <laughs> I don't know how PG you want this podcast to be, but they oh enjoy no, getting it. you can be as dirty as you would like. <laughs> let's just say they like getting it all over themselves uh, and wrestling in it and that body contact um, is is more than more than a platonic thing it's definitely a sexual thing so i'm curious i've never done it is it could it be any liquid of slime could it be anything i mean i think i've seen people put cake on it does that fall into the same category yeah, ab absolutely. Wham can be anything. You know, wet and messy is a pretty broad church. You you can get messy with anything from food or paint or cake, as you say, pies, uh, shaving foam. Anything can be gunge. Usually when people say gunge, what they're referring to is a substance called natrosol, mm -hmm. which is a, it's a chemical food thickener. Uh, and that's been used for years and years on TV and and film things like Nickelodeon to make that iconic green slime. So usually when, when people are talking about gunge, they're talking about natrosol. But one play can involve anything. Was that show a really turn on for you, the Nickelodeon slime show? Was that like a sexual awakening for you? Well, <laughs> we didn't actually have it across the pond. We, we didn't have Nickelodeon. That's on, right. Oh no! <laughs> if you did have it, would have would, would it have been a sexually awakening well, for you? Gunge is a, an absolute institution in the UK. You know, since the the nineties to today, it is all over British TV. Uh, things like Get Your Own Back, uh, Noel's House Party, uh, Run the Risk. Tis was you can't do that on television. We there are loads of TV shows from when I would have been growing up that feature gunge. So I don't think it's a huge surprise that so many people my age are into gunge. <laughs> I love it.
Um, let's talk about what turns you on about it. So we've covered how you discovered it, it being from your childhood. Let's dive into, I mean, what turns you on about it? Do you feel sexy when you're getting messy? Is it a form of uh, just, just the fact of being messy? What turns you on about it? Well, for most people that do one play, it's it's one of two things, generally speaking, that that turns them on about it. For one, is uh, it's it's a kind of hedonistic thing, so uh, the feeling of being slippy and it's it's quite heavy and soft and smooth. So that that sensation of that being on your skin and in your clothes, uh, that's quite a hedonistic thing they 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 enjoy the feeling of it on their skin and and being surrounded by it for other people it's more of a headspace thing so generally the flip side of that is a humiliation kink you mm -hmm. know so being put in a situation where you're forced to be covered in all of this thick messy slime and it ruins your hair and it ruins your clothes and it's it's very embarrassing and for people with a humiliation kink that is that is the good stuff <laughs> right and you and you brought up you know mixing clothes with it i've seen it looks like you are a diaper wearer do you mix um wham and diapers together is that a pastime yes. of yours yes i am a proud uh, abdl and uh, diapers and gunge go together really well it's two kinks that actually fit very nicely together I don't think there's a kink that ABDL doesn't fit well together. Like when you really sit down <laughs> right. and you think about it, it's literally you could take anything and just add diapers to it. And it's like, oh, great, perfect. Diapers make everything better. Exactly. There you go. We need to make a t-shirt. <laughs> Put that in a banner. Yeah, no. And likewise with Wham, it, it fits really well with lots of other kinks. So, you know, bondage, uh, kind of bdsm practices so power play dynamics so all of that fits into uh wham play just as well as uh, abdl fits into lots of other kinks so i think we're kind of made to go together where do you find people that are in this i mean like when i think of finding other diaper boys there's you know diaperboys.com there are facebook facebook groups where do you find your tribe that is into this so finding Whammers has historically been a very tricky task. We're, we're not the most open group. Right, you can't but, wear it in public. Yeah, you can't exactly walk down your local high street soaked in gunge and, and people are just going to go, oh, you're a Whammer. No, that doesn't <laughs> really work. Uh, generally, there are, there are a couple of websites, uh, apart from Twitter and Instagram, which seem to be uh, the kind of last resting place for all kinksters now, mm -hmm. but uh, one of the biggest ones is is UMD, the Ultimate Messy Directory, which is a a worldwide. It's, it's almost like Facebook. It's it's a worldwide directory of profiles uh, for whammers to upload their photos and their videos and get in touch with one another and chat. And there's a forum. That tends to be the kind of first stop for for one play. 
And I'm guessing kind of like with any kink, there's varying degrees of how deep you can get into this, right? Like you have your diaper wearers who are, it's just wearing a diaper, or you have those that dive into, you know, being a baby. And so that is another level within this kink. And then, you know, you have your just complete babies who are in basically incontinent messing and wetting themselves and wearing onesies. Is it the same thing for Wham players? Are there levels and degrees within this I kink? I think you're definitely right. There, there are, with most kinks, there are kind of levels and how far you want to take it. And for some people that are into Wham play, they, they are kind of almost beginners. You, you know, you can you can try getting messy with a, a can of soup from your kitchen cupboard or, you know, a, a can of custard. Make yourself a shaving foam pie and that can be very small. You can do that in your bathroom and clean up in a few minutes just to, to try it to see if, if wham is your thing. There are, you know, other wham people like me that are perfectly happy to set up an entire swimming pool in their in their back bedroom and make hundreds of litres of gunge so that they can swim around in it, that have massive contraptions, gunge tanks and rigs to drop it on their head and spray it in their face and, you know, it, there are massively varying degrees in how much you put into getting messy and how, how much you get out of it. This sounds like a very involved kink with a lot of a lot of a lot of foresight before you do it, right? Could you just stumble? It's not like a diaper, right? You can't just, oh, I'm gonna start today, or I'm just gonna put one on. I'm guessing there has to be a lot of like foreplanning. Of course you can just start. You know, when when you're dealing with hundreds of liters of gunge, there's a lot of cleaning up to do, and yes, that takes a bit of planning. But <clears throat> you know, you you can, as I say, you can just do it with a can of soup or a, a, a few tubs of pudding from your fridge and and that is something that you can just try on a whim if you if you see people enjoying it if you if you see people uh, on on the internet that are having a good time getting messy and you want to have a you want to have a taste of that you can just have a little bit of mess and it, it doesn't need to be a huge deal i like that whim on the go custard <laughs> Well, I'm on the go. You should absolutely try it. Pick up some pudding. Stick that in your diaper. I mean, I have done um, fisting loot, fisting powder. Have you ever tried fisting powder in your oh, diaper? Yeah. And it, yeah. it's like extra. It's almost like lube. Well, it is lube. <laughs> but mm -hmm. like, you know, as you wet yourself, it gets more and more um, slimy. I have tried that. That is very new new for me. I want to I want to try it again. I just don't have any any powder with me. Yeah, well, that is a lot of fun, and I suppose another kind of, of wham play. Uh, I do a very similar thing with natrosol powder, so that's stuff to make Nickelodeon slime, so you put it in your diaper dry, and then as you wet, and, and you get wetter and wetter, it becomes stickier and, and goopier. It's, it's very much the same idea. Let's talk about experiences. What is a favorite um, Wham experience for you? Like, what's one that is top of the list, you know, the one you talk about all the time, the one that you always think about, like, ah, oh, that was such a good scene. Such a good scene. Uh, 
there is one that definitely springs to mind and I'm afraid I don't think I can mention the, the studio's name that, that helped make it a reality, but there was a, a, a session that I filmed with a studio down in England uh, where they had a gunge tank and for someone who's watched up, who has grown up watching gunge on uh, TV to see and to be in an actual gunge tank was was absolutely fantastic. Not even kidding when I say it's like a childhood dream. Not even from a kink perspective. You were just living your best life. Just living my best life. <laughs> I love it. Talk about, um, you know, what what is a what is a typical wham scene? I mean, give me give me the details. Give me the details. <laughs> give me the dirty details. Yeah. I, annoyingly, there is no straight answer to that because there is no normal wham scene. It's not exactly a normal what what would be considered a normal kink, but generally. It's it's split into three parts, so it's it's the the setup, the the play and the cleanup, which I, I know having to factor in cleanup into your your scenes is is just a little dull, but yeah, you you'll spend a while um, mixing up and preparing your gunges of choice and the the scene that you want to take place. You'll spend a lot of time talking with your your whammer. And deciding what they want to do to you, what horrible things and what horrible predicaments they want to find you in. And uh, once that's all decided and you've mixed up the guns that you need to make that a reality, then you'll um, you know, put on your outfit, put on whatever costume or clothes you have been told to, to wear for that scene. And then you'll step into a pool or a bath or you know a shower enclosure whatever whatever pick whatever poison you pick and then you start getting messy general generally for a lot of people the transition from be, from being clean to being messy that first moment is is huge that's a a moment that you really kind of build up the anticipation to because once you're already messy you know getting more messy is is fun but it's not the big moment the big moment is going from totally clean to that first bucket or that first tankful that first pie in your face is is the big moment where you go from being clean to being messy that that's what really gets a lot of people going how does a dom really build up that moment though of uh getting messy i mean what what is what does he do or what do they do to to build that up so quite often a a very common way of building up the tension and the anticipation for that moment uh, and also kind of changing the play dynamic a little is to turn that into a game you know so turning that into a a either a, a game or a puzzle, a quiz, something where you're putting the the power actually in the sub's hands. Give me an example. I'm just picturing you both playing like Monopoly, and I'm guessing that's not what's <laughs> happening. Uh, may, maybe not Monopoly, no, but certainly um, quizzes are an extremely common 
starting place for a wham scene so having your your sub perhaps tied up or on a on a stool uh, and given a series of questions perhaps in a an area that they are particularly knowledgeable or if it's uh, something kinky that that they really enjoy than than taking subject matter from that and asking them questions for every question they get right they stay clean but if they get a question wrong they start getting messy and and putting that power in the subs hands can be a really interesting dynamic oh it's almost it kind of reminds me of like um situational rope play where you tie the person in such a way where you know if they tickle them or you 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 know you you tie them in such a way where if they move they're inflicting their own um punishment upon themselves is it kind of the same way kind of you're you're yeah. the dom is is quizzing them in stuff that they know and if they get it wrong that's like the fun part exactly it is a form of predicament play so putting the sub in a predicament that means that it's it's the dom laying out the situation but it's the sub doing it to themselves you know a, a subject that they should know lots about or maybe the dom has asked a series of questions that are utterly impossible and that the the, the sub has no choice but to squirm through wrong answers and then to end up getting messy for their own failings, even though it was the Dom's fault. <laughs> all right. So now you're all nice, nice and messy. Um, mm. I mean, what happens then? Does the scene end once you're all nice and messy or what, how do you further the scene once you're, once you're messy? So this this is really where the discussion with the sub and the dom come into it because there are some people that it really is the transition, it is the going from clean to messy that that gets them going. That is the bit for them. For some people, once you're messy, you can take that in all sorts of directions. So you can uh, wrestling is particularly popular. So if you have lots of a uh, gungees in, in a scene if you have lots of people who are getting messy that taking a, an element of physicality into that is is very popular you know slipping and sliding around in the slime and you know being close to someone grappling them getting into very tight intimate positions with them that can be a lot of fun and can keep the can keep the situation going for quite a long time what about you what what uh what keeps the scene going for you is it wrestling is it uh what is it i i enjoy a bit of wrestling i, I enjoy as much wrestling as the next whammer but but uh, for me it's it's about as long as you can maintain the head space so particularly when I'm mixing gunge and drone play, provided I can maintain the drone headspace, uh, I, I'm in no hurry to clean up. I, being messy is just part of that. The scene doesn't end just because I've gotten messy. Drone headspace, is that when you're like, the lights are on but no one's home? Yes, uh, it, it's a form of 
hypno. It's a form of hypnosis play, uh, but it's when you take someone's identity away. It's when you, you know, put a mask over their face and you cover their body in a suit and you perhaps take away their ability to speak and play with their ability to think until there is very little identity left. Oh, interesting. Sounds very hot. It, it is. It's, it's very hot. <laughs> I shall send you lots of photos. Oh, all right. And then how do you, I'm guessing we're coming up on act three, which I'm guessing is the climax of the scene. How does, how does a wham scene climax? Well, that that's entirely down to your imagination. <laughs> I'm sure once you get all slimy and it's all smooth and slick inside your, you know, your singlet or your, your rubber and you're getting pretty hot and bothered wrestling with a, a pretty boy, you can kind of see where things are going. And you're already lubed up, so it, there you go. Yeah, you are already lubed up. You <laughs> it, Surprisingly, it is totally body safe and, and pretty healthy to use as lube so that is for a lot of people how that how that goes oh, and then of course you said the aftercare of it is is very important yes. cleaning yeah the, the aftercare is very important not just for cleaning up because you know after every fun session you have to come back to normal unfortunately so it's the the cleanup unfortunately because wham is such a a messy kink that is kind of the point uh it there is a lot of cleanup and and you'll find in the wham community there is a lot of kind of sentimental grudge towards the cleanup process just because it takes so damn long i bet yeah this definitely i mean other than using pudding it sounds like a really in-depth scene takes a lot of preparation and I a lot of do. post yes. post uh post cleanup yeah it definitely can do talk to me about headspace how do you how do you get into a headspace to to do this play i mean for me it's it's you know it could be as simple as having a stressful day and putting one on and wedding for the first time that's how i kind of get into the headspace or it's going on twitter how do you get into how do you get into the headspace to do this play Hmm, that's a good question. Uh, I think the interesting thing is that WAM play doesn't necessarily need you to be in a particular headspace for you to enjoy it. Oh, okay. You know, so little space, you need to be in, in little space before you, you start becoming your baby self. And if you're not there, if you're not in that headspace, it, it doesn't happen. With with one play, you can incorporate that into different kinky situations without it needing to have a headspace go along with it. If you know um, what I mean? Right. I can see so, that. You could just start the play, and it will just yeah, follow. Kind of see where it takes you. See see how you feel as as you go. Sometimes not having a headspace uh, can be fun in its its own right. Going into it not feeling particularly sexual or in a particular place for it, if you know what I mean? So 
quite often having to get messy as a punishment doesn't mean that you ritualize it you you don't you know put on a, a certain outfit or prepare certain thing prepare a play space sometimes the punishment is having to get messy in your own clothes without preparing without you know making a certain space to do it it can just be you know going into the back garden or finding a quiet spot and having to trash your clothes has that ever happened to you before where you met up with someone and you're just walking down the street and they kind of force you to get messy is that is that a fantasy uh, it has happened once before yes <laughs> uh-huh. uh as a punishment to one of my play partners at the time. Uh, I I had been a little bit of a brat, and so I was um, forced to go out into the woodland, just not far from where I stay, uh, and make up uh, a a number of big shaving 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 foam and custard pies. Okay. You know, paper paper plates with with all of this really thick custard and shaving foam piled up on the top, and I had to smash them into my face and all over my clothes until I was caked in custard and shaving foam, and you know I was covered in all this white and orange goop, and then had to walk home from the woodland back to my house, <gasps> soaked in all of this. And mess. you were loving every minute of it. I can't lie, I was loving every second of it. <laughs> <laughs> I could hear it in your voice. Can can you hear me smiling? I can hear you smiling. <laughs> um, let's talk about um, if someone wanted to try it for the first time. Let's say you've you've convinced me to do it. Um, you know, you brought up custard pie, shaving cream. If I wanted to recreate that that um, that slime that you were talking about, do I have to go to a do I have to go to a sex store to buy one, buy it? And if I do, what is it called? So, uh, Gungeon slime is actually surprisingly accessible. If if you do want to try it yourself, you don't necessarily have to start out with that. What what we refer to as TV gunge. You you can start with really anything that you can get your hands on and that you're comfortable using so uh, as i say shaving foam whipped cream uh custard soup anything that's kind of thick and slimy and gets you a bit messy you you can start with that provided it's it's relatively body safe if you wanted to take it a bit further if you realize that getting messy is actually something that you really enjoy and you want to take it a bit further then you can try using tv guns you can try using natrosol which is fairly easily gotten online you're not exactly going to find it in many sex shops but uh, there are suppliers such as messy supplies uh, messy pups that will sell you pre-colored Natrosol powder, which you can which you can make into slime at home very easily, and it's it's perfectly body safe. It won't stain your clothes too badly. It washes away. It's it's perfect for trying getting messy without destroying your entire home. 
Yeah, you don't want that. Um, one of the things that I notice on your Instagram is how colorful it looks. It's very, Yeah. it's very, uh, very colorful, very photogenic. Um, do you take that into account when you're doing your play? Are you like, I want this to be a pink play scene. I want this to be a green play scene. I mean, does, does that go into your thinking or are you just like, I just want to get messy? So <laughs> the I'll, I'll let you into a, a trade secret. I'll let you into a little secret of the, the community. Okay. Everyone has everyone has their colour. Okay. Oh, okay. Like pups. Like pups, yeah. Every, everyone has their colour, their kind of style that suits them and that they like best. What's your color? You have so many on your on your Instagram page. Is it pink? I know. Uh, no, it's actually green. It is. It is. It's, I, I just happen to have a lot of pink powder lately, which is why that's that's what I've been using. But... Uh, green and green and white or green and black are usually my my wham colors yeah. Oh, and does it, I mean, does it relate to flagging or is it just like, this is my color, this is like, this is my go-to color? no it's generally not related to flagging uh, I'm, I'm sure there will be a couple of wham kinksters that that will be a consideration but no uh, generally it tends to be in the style of a uh, uh, a memory or a particular attachment to that color that you that you really like Is there a memory or an, or an attachment to green that, why you well chose if it? I, I think if you say green slime to basically anyone in the western world they will know exactly what you mean it's so iconic Got it. It's, it's because it's iconic that you chose the green. exactly yeah Oh, uh, I see. But as you say, it's a it's a very photogenic kink. It, it has it's a kink that has come from the world of TV and film. Uh, so, the, you know the brightness and the colours. Uh, it, it's definitely something you're aware of, particularly if you're filming it or if you're taking photographs to share on social media. Then that kind of photogenic nature of it is is something that you really kind of want to capitalise on. You. Well, your photos are very photo. You are you are a very photogenic person. I hope you do know that. Oh, thank you. That's very sweet. Um, and I and I've noticed at least everyone that I know personally that is into it is it seems like they get rubber suits. Is that kind of um kind of like the main what you wear when you go to like events and stuff? Events that have um. wham play messy play is wearing a rubber suit is is that kind of the norm the go-to So rubber and wham, there there is definitely a crossover with, you know, there there are a lot of people that are into rubber that are also into wham play, and so that's why you quite often see the two kind of going hand in hand. But the wham works with basically any material play. For me particularly, it's lycra, or, or spandex, and uh, gunge. That's the the kind of pairing that I really like, but uh, you know, any material fetish fits into one play. Got it. 
So this is just my own personal question. Um, when I hear the word messy, I don't think of slime. I think of something else. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I think you under. I think you know what I'm thinking of. Is I, that I, a miscon? Is that a misconception that gets crossed when you when when people think of um, wham play? Is they think you're all into scat or something? <sighs> So and again, it's a strange one. It, it is definitely not wrong when you say that, but it very much depends on the player. It very much depends on the person. Got it. So we we have a phrase for that, which is clean, messy play. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I know it's a bit of an oxymoron, but uh, clean, messy play generally means you know things like nature salt or food things that once you get them on you they're 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 perfectly body safe they are perfectly clean and hygienic things that will all wash off and not cause any problems there there are some people who are into messy play when it comes to things like manure or mud slurry scat as you say that generally aren't considered body safe and that is kind of its own kink that doesn't fit in totally with wham play as a whole and most people wouldn't consider themselves uh, into scat if they're into wham play the two are quite different is that something you generally have to make a distinction in when you're within the community when you're talking with other people or is it the common norm to just assume that um, everyone's into clean messy play and then they either have to bring it up to you like, oh, and I also enjoy this. Ah, so generally assuming that someone's into clean wham play is, is a fairly safe assumption. What about you? I mean, what, what, what do you, what's you, are you just a clean, clean, messy person? <laughs> Nicely asked. Yes, I, I am a, a clean whammer. I, I personally, I'm not into a dirty play in, in much the same way that I'm on, not into dirty play with, with diapers. You tend to find that if you're comfortable with that concept, then it's not necessarily one kink that it applies to. It's not just uh, messy diapers. You can have messy wham play. That you tend to find if you're, if you're into one, you're more open to being into to lots of them. I myself am not. Got it. And then I guess my final question to you is what would you what would you say to someone that is is discovering this kink and maybe they don't understand it and they're kind of like uh maybe I should get rid of this kink did you ever go through a a uh Mm, what's the word I'm trying to think of a uh repulsion to your own kink in the beginning um, I don't think I was ever repulsed by it. I think that I, I definitely had more of an issue with realising that I was a, an ABDL than I, I had an issue with realising that I was into WAM. Uh, if I was to speak to this person, I would say definitely don't be afraid of trying it. Don't be afraid to, again, excuse the pun, don't be afraid to muck in and have a go. 
it, it's definitely a kink that you will realize it's it's safe and it's fun and it provided you're not doing anything too crazy like any kink you can just do it because you enjoy it there doesn't have to be any greater meaning you nice. know you can you can you can just have a go and enjoy it because it is fun and it is a bit silly and it is sexy do you feel you're most sexy when you're messy it's strange i feel <laughs> i definitely feel that i'm both at my most and least sexy at the same time Ooh, that's an interesting duality it's an interesting duality. you know you could have a psychological field day about that yeah no <laughs> uh, write whole papers on it oh god can you imagine i mean is yeah. it a, is it a form a big thing for me is mental health is it a form of mental health for you oh there's definitely a form of catharsis to it yeah you know, being able to totally go wild and and get absolutely drenched and ruin all your clothes and ruin your hair and all of these bright, crazy colours uh, is really cathartic. But I also tend to find that afterwards, you know, going for a wash, washing it all off, watching that run down the drain and, and kind of returning to your normal self, that that too is, is very cleaning. <laughs> Right, you're 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 kind of resetting. You're washing yourself yeah. off. Yeah, mm -hmm. like stepping out of lots of head spaces, you know, to free yourself of all of that weight and the mess and the colours and the the head space that you were in to to quite literally watch that drain down the plug hole is is, is quite freeing. I think what you're talking about is post nut clarity. <laughs> post not clarity <laughs> that is exactly what it is uh I, you know when you were talking about um you know accepting yourself would you say that because i'm guessing this kink is way more accepting to the general public than diapers is that would you say that that's true that um it's easier to tell someone like hey i'm into um, gunge play than it is saying, you know, I'm an ABDL. It, it is a strange one, but I've definitely realized that in the eyes of the general public, uh, that wham and gunge definitely is considered quite acceptable. It's, it, it doesn't have a lot of the stigma attached to it that things like ABDL play do, mm. or even bdsm as, as a broader church um tends to have a lot of stigmas attached to it because it is quite dark in some places or you know it, it can be interpreted as being quite dark even when it's not but gunge play i think has a certain amount of accessibility everyone's seen slime on tv and it's it's a humorous thing and it's it's not seen as being particularly harmful you can't really misconstrue it as anything that it's not, you know, good, clean, messy fun. So I, I think it's definitely seen as being a bit more uh, tolerable to the masses. What about when you're talking with other um, Wham players? I mean, when you say, 
hey, I like to mix it with diapers, is the general response cool? Or is it, or is there a disgust when pe when you say that to other people, or they don't even care? What I mean, what's the response when you talk to like your average WAM player? Well, <laughs> funnily enough, WAM players tend to be quite difficult to disgust. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, as the nature of the play, but. Yeah, you tend to find that a lot of WAM players have found their way to kink f from other kinks, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. They 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 dabble not just in WAM but in lots of other fields. So you tend to find that most WAM players do mix their kink. They they mix their WAM with other things. WAM and ABDL is surprisingly one of the less common pairings, but you know, wham and pup play, wham and rubber play, wham and drone play is is massively popular. But the general consensus is it's pretty accepting. You probably won't be stigmatized for bringing it up. Oh no, it's it, it's a it tends to be a very friendly community. We we are a community of of kinksters that just kind of live and let live. Nice. I like that. Well, thank you, Kit Kat, for coming to Newsy's Nook and talking about Wamplay. Thank you very much for having me. It's been fun. All right, kiddos, I'm officially soggy, but before I go, I have one request. I would love to hear from you. I have created a Curious Cat account so you can send me anonymous notes. You can send me anonymous notes uh, about questions that you have that I can ask my guests, or you can send me comments about the show, or you can send me some juicy gossip that you've heard, or maybe you want to give a comment to an ABDL crush, but you don't want to tell them directly, so you tell me anonymous anonymously, and I will say it on Newsy's Nook. All are welcomed. I would love to hear from you. You can find the link in my link in bio on my Instagram and Twitter at NewsyBaby. And while you're there, check out my Just For Fan page for all my juicy videos. And make sure to use promo code NewsyBaby at the Playtime store for a little bit of a discount. All right, kiddos, I gotta go change. See ya. Bye. <laughs>